Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a bi-demisexual girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, love languages. Sounds Sounds fake, fake, but but okay. okay. No. I haven't heard our theme song in a minute. I hear it every week, and every week I suffer. Okay, I do a lot of other things every week, so relax. I, You're the one that started singing it. <laughs> relax. Please. Why do you keep we, bringing this up? What a way to start the podcast. Welcome back to the <laughs> pod. Hi. Hi, everyone. I know we talked about it. I know it happened a long time ago now. But this is our first pod recording. It just since, happened for since us. Our, since our book event. Uh, and it went very well. So thank you to everyone who came. Yeah, thank you, everyone. It was very lovely. I was very happy to see that it wasn't just our family because I was a mm-hmm. little bit worried. One of um, my professors showed up. True. That was cool. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who came. Thank you to everyone who didn't come. Yep. It was very nice seeing all of you. Thank you to the lovely person who showed us a picture of their coworker wrestling a cow yes that was excellent uh thank you to the wonderful people who came from traverse city which if you're not from michigan that doesn't mean anything to you but but it was it's a a bit of a drive (laughs) thank you to everyone who took unhinged 0.5 pictures with us yes thank you to sarah's cousin abby who took (laughs) those 0.5 pictures it was great yeah um yeah go team do we have any other housekeeping we're Uh, out of housekeeping we have housekeeping. We have a couple more weeks before we go on summer break. It's true. Uh, if you live in Dublin, 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 if you live in Dublin <laughs> or Edinburgh, keep your eyes out at the end of July and beginning of August. I'll be in your streets hmm. walking around. Are you going to go to Arthur's seat? Uh, I think so. Yeah, we were. I was we had nothing planned um, mm-hmm. until today. Oh, good. Um, and I booked a few tickets to go into some castles and stuff. But yes, I believe we shall be going to the Arthur's seat. Dress appropriately for Arthur's seat because it because I was just wearing. Is it windy? No, it's just like it's like a it's it's a little hikey. It's not a hike. Yes, but I did. I but saw like, that. It's it's naturey, and me yeah. when me and when me and our friend Aaron went. Uh, it was kind of like a spur of the moment thing. Yeah. And so I was wearing jeans and mm. uh, these Chelsea boots that I bought for 11 pounds at, yeah. um, what's that one store? H&M? No. It's one of the ones that they only have in the UK, but it's oh, like, well, a, it's, it's like a, it's similar to H&M, but they only okay. have it there. Um, at least they don't have it in the US. Aaron had recently uh, done a a uh, an injure an injure mm. to their leg, mm-hmm. uh, and so that was a little bit of a struggle. And also, we went a little bit late, so then it was a little little too dark when we were leaving. Oh, anyway, good. what I mean well, to say I'll keep is, that in mind. Than me. <laughs> okay, uh, thank you. I will. I recently got Tevas, so oh my god, but they're platform Tevas. Oh my god, so. Oh my god! Exciting. 
Anyway. I, I think I'm going to buy a hiking bag so I can stop taking a drawstring backpack with a hole in it. I think that's for the best. Um, Halo, what are we talking about this week? This week, we're doing the love languages. And can you believe we've never done this? When Kayla said that we had never done this, at least not as its own episode, I thought she was gaslighting me. I don't think I am. I did a nice control F Mm -hmm. and found nothing. And I believe it was also suggested in our Discord that we do this, which leads me to believe that we haven't because I don't think they would. I feel like they know what we've done better. Yeah, if 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 someone recommended it in the Discord, even if they hadn't listened to every episode, someone else would have been. Someone like, oh, would have they been like, um, it was episode blah blah blah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not in an um actually way. People are very nice. Now I'm trying to find, but I can't find it. I so I'm sorry to whoever said it. No credit for you. Sorry, uh, but yeah, we're gonna talk about love languages. Mm-hmm. I've done the quiz before, but it was several years ago now. So, for those of us, I guess we can do a little. Honestly, I, I guess think we I, can. I think I took it recently, like in the past, like month. <laughs> oh well, I don't know why. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we're on level five love languages dot com. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's a book. I guess so. According to them, the premise is different people with different personalities give and receive love in different ways. By learning to recognize these preferences in yourself and in your loved ones. You can learn to identify the root of your conflicts, connect more profoundly, and truly begin to grow closer. Oh, Gary! Oh, jump scare. Do you ever see, like, a a doctor of people? Not like a doctor doctor, but a doctor, you know? Yeah. And they always look that like that, and it's a jump scare every time. I gotta see Gary. Go to the learn. Go to the... I, I, I don't him. mean to shame what people look like. He looks like, like a turtle. They always look like that. Do you remember my professor in college, Thad? <laughs> yes. It's giving Thad. He looks like a turtle, and that's not inherently a bad thing. I no, like turtles. But it's just, it was a jump scare. You know, there was all these, like, nice stock images of people being in love, and then there was Gary, you know? I think we should stop roasting Gary. I'm sorry, Gary. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, we're going to do the quiz. <laughs> And then we can discuss. Um, do we want to start by explaining what the love languages are? I suppose we can. Okay. We've got... There's something wrong with my mouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the love languages. That's my favorite technology. one. Um, no, okay. Our love languages are acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, and I would love to get to the fifth one if my mouse worked. It's physical touch. It's physical touch. <laughs> yes. And you don't have to have the same love languages as the people around you, but if you know what those love languages are, it can help you to better be like, I'm showing you my appreciation by showering you with gifts. And they're like a minimalist. And they're like, mm-hmm. I don't want all these trinkets. Yes. So it helps you know how the per- people around you want to receive the love. Exactly. So we're going to start by taking this little quizzy quiz. Yes. So yeah, the quiz, you answer a bunch of questions, and then it tells you like what your levels are, like which one works best for you, which one works least. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you describe yourself? I'm an adult. Okay. I'm also an adult. This but you, so you said that you're a 26-year-old teenager. No, you're a 26-year-old 
teenage I'm, girl. No, that's what I'm. <laughs> yes, I'm a 26 year old teenage girl. I love that I'm taking this quiz for my child. I just I can't imagine a child doing this quiz. I don't know. I did those like um like what color are you quizzes when I was as a like, child. Yeah, I don't remember anything like that. I was orange. Oh, good for you. I don't know that I'm still orange. Uh huh. Maybe Not we can. Me. We'll do that in the okay. next episode. <laughs> okay. I'm an adult. Okay. I am in a relationship. I am single. It's more me. Should we? We should do this together. Yes. Yeah. I read it aloud. Okay. It's more meaningful to me when I receive a loving note slash text slash email for no special reason from my loved one or my partner and I hug. You know, this is really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Mine is phrased differently because <gasps> I answered the last question differently. What does yours say? So mine says, it's more meaningful to me when someone I love sends me a loving note, text, email for no special reason, or I hug someone I love. Interesting. That is interesting. Well, I am going to pick the note one. Me too. I don't particularly like either. (laughs) Sarah does not love a hug. I... See, here's here's my problem though, is I have become known for not being a hug person. Yeah, and then when I'm like, oh, I need physical contact, I feel weird asking for it, yeah. and no one gives it to me because they don't think I want it. This is why when Sarah and I lived together, sometimes she would just come sit on me for a while. Yep, and that would be she would soak up all the physical touch she needed. And then she'd be good for like a month. Yep. Yep. All right. Next question. It is more meaningful to me when I can spend alone time with someone I love, just us, or someone I love does something practical to help me out. Mine says my partner. Yeah. So, which like I get, but I feel like it might be, I feel like it would be more helpful if it was more general. Yeah, because this seems like you're just trying to figure out like my romantic love language. Yeah, and also it only really applies to that partner, whereas right. the, this one it could is broader. Be, yeah, it could be different based on the person. It could be. Which am I going to choose? I'm going to say spend time. I'm going to say do something practical to help me out. And here's the problem with this being a relationship thing, because me and Dean live together, and yeah. we spend like a decent amount of time, just the two of us. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I don't need that as much. But when, when me and Dean were long distance, I probably would have clicked that one. Yeah. <sighs> I just live do? far away from everyone. This is true. You do. All right. Next question. It's more meaningful to me when my partner gives me a little gift as a token of our love for each other or I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with my partner. Did you read that word for word? Yes. Because mine, the first one, it says someone I love gives me a little gift as a token of our love. It says our love of concern. I think that's a typo. I think it's supposed to say our love or concern. Yeah. For each other. But it's interesting that mine says concern and yours is not. Yeah, this is weird. Um, But the other one is just like with those I love versus with other. Um, I'm going to go for leisure time. Because I'm very hard to give gifts to. That's true. And it's unlikely that you'll get it right. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to say gift, but I don't mean it 
so much as gift as just like like expensive gift of just like anything like oh i saw this and thought of you right or like here's a pop you know what i mean yeah it's more meaningful to me when someone i love does something unexpected for me to help me with the project or i share an innocent touch with someone i love okay I what did you why say? i had to put mine doesn't the first one's basically this oh no Mine's, the first one says, my partner unexpectedly does something for me, like filling my car or doing the laundry. The second one is, my partner and I touch. They took That's the innocent That's vague. That's away. so vague. They said, not innocent. Like, it could be, like, phone home ET. Yeah. <laughs> or it could be... Making many, kiss. Many other things. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, unexpectedly does something. Me also. It is more meaningful to me when someone I love puts their armor on me in public or someone I love surprises me with a gift. I'd rather die than you mm-hmm. put your arm around me in public. I'll keep that in mind. That's all. Okay. <laughs> what are you saying? I'm saying that one. That one's that seems nice. Weirdo. Just, just, oh. <laughs> okay, I didn't know we were shaming in this episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's more meaningful to me when I'm around someone I love, even if we're not really doing anything, or I can be comfortable holding hands, high-fiving, or putting my arm around someone I love. Mine just says I hold hands with my partner for the second one. <laughs> They're no, really... No high-fives for you. No, we do not high-five in this household. Um, I'm going to say the first one. It's not one. meaningful to me when I high-five either, so I'm not saying that. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, it's more meaningful to me when I received a gift from someone I love or I hear from someone I love that they love me. I'm gonna choose the love one. I think me too, but with the caveat that it can't be from someone in your family. Okay. <laughs> the the reason for the reason for that being mm. A, either they say it a lot, so you're just like, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a thing you say. Yeah. Or it feels like an obligation. Yeah. Um, and so it's more meaningful when it comes from someone when it does not feel like they're saying it out of obligation. Not to say that my yeah. like family doesn't actually love me. That's the that's the <laughs> sense I'm getting. It's just like it's it's a different experience hearing it from someone who y- y- y'all get it right. Yeah, I y'all get, get it. It, <laughs> it uh, is it more is- meaningful oh. to me. Oh. When I sit close to someone I love or I'm complimented by someone I love for no apparent reason. That's really broad. What kind of compliment is it? What do you mean? How many kinds of... Like, is it like, you look really hot today? Or is it like, I think you are a very intelligent person and you're going to do a lot in life? Well, (laughs) I'm either. I don't know. (laughs) What if it's like, I like your nail polish versus... Well, okay, take the lowest level of compliment you can think of. Uh-huh. Would you rather that or sitting close to someone? Probably a compliment. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> sitting close to someone is fine sometimes when yeah, I some- want to. But sometimes you're like, I'm overstimulated right now. Don't fuck away from Get me. Get away. I'm also going to choose a compliment. Oh, no, we're going way too slow. Um, it's more meaningful to me when I get the chance. Oh God, just... there's so many left. Okay, I know. Yeah, we gotta pick it up. Uh, I get the chance to just hang out with someone I love, or unexpectedly get small gifts from someone I love. Me hang out. I'm gonna say small gifts. It's more meaningful when I hear someone I love tell me I'm proud of you, or someone I love helps me with a task. Mm. I don't know. This one's hard. 
okay, did my partner help me with the task without me asking? Or did I mm. ask? Because to me, if I didn't ask and they still help, that's worth more than if I did ask and they do. You right. know what I mean? Right. And also, it's like, are they helping because they feel like I am incapable of doing it by myself? Mm. Or are they helping because they just want to do something nice? Yeah. Also, if they help me too much, they might enable me to get lazy. I'm going to say the first one. <laughs> oh, my God. We're thinking way too... You're not supposed to think about these this much. Nope. <clears throat> I'm going to say help me with the task. Okay. Uh, I get to do things with someone I love or I hear supportive words from someone I love. Things. Mm, words. Uh, someone I love does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things or I feel connected to someone I love through a hug. Why would I hug someone? Does things. Does things. Uh, I hear praise from someone I love or someone I love gives me something that shows they're really thinking about me. Mm. Mm. I'm going to say praise, I guess. I th- yeah, I'm going to say praise. I Just think. because I don't trust a gift. Oh my god. <laughs> it might be bad. might be a bad gift. Even if they're thinking about me, it might be bad. might be bad. Uh, I'm able to just be around someone I love or I get a back rub from someone I love. I'm able to just be around them. I'm taking the back. I want a massage. Give me the back rub. I do too, but like, you're not a professional. Get away from me. (laughs) I personally would rather have someone I know than a professional, but that's on. I've never actually had a real massage, so I don't... It's nice. It's a good time. I mean... Except at physical therapy. Physical yeah. therapy reasons. I love that for you. Um, someone I love reacts positively to something I've accomplished, or someone I love does something for me that I know they don't particularly enjoy. Mm, the second one. Yeah. It might make me feel a little bit guilty, but that's a personal problem. <laughs> True. Uh, I- I'm able to be in close physical proximity to someone I love, or I sense someone I love showing interest in the things I care about. Second one, hard. My my first one is my partner and I kiss frequently. That's interesting that that's what they translated it to for you. Interesting. Uh, My neurodivergent ass wants you to be interested in my obsessions. I'm going to choose a second one. Uh, Someone I love works on special projects with me that I have to complete, or someone I love gives me an exciting gift. Special projects. Yeah. I'm complimented by someone I love on my appearance or someone I love takes the time to listen to me and really understand my feelings. I'm going to say the feelings. That would require me saying things to them. But yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll give it that one as well. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I can share a meaningful touch in public with someone I love or someone I love offers to run errands for me. Run errands every day. Are you fucking kidding? Mine says my partner and I share non-sexual touch in public. I don't know why they had to do that caveat when they didn't earlier. Listen, non-sexual touch in public? We're not, we're not asking about exhibitionism here. (laughs) Yeah, this is, I'm going to say the errands though. I love when people do errands for me. Uh, someone I love does something special for me to help me out, or I get a gift that someone I love put thought into choosing. Special thing. My first one is my partner does a bit more than their normal share of the responsibilities we share around the house, work-related, etc. What if you don't live together? Yeah. It's very presumptuous, though. It is. Someone I love doesn't check their phone when we're talking with each other, or someone I love goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me. 
Um, I'm going to say the second one. I'm going to say the second one, too, because just because they're checking their phone doesn't mean they're not paying attention to you. Yeah. Um, I can look forward to a holiday because I'll probably get a gift from someone I love or I hear the words I appreciate you from someone I love. Just don't ever give me a gift. <laughs> I'm going to choose the appreciate one, too. Um, someone I love and haven't seen in a while thinks enough of me to give me a little gift or someone I love takes care of something I'm responsible to do but feels stressed to do at the time. Hard second one. I'm too stressed to do everything. Mm. See, my first one is my partner brings me a little gift after they've traveled without me. That's different. Yeah, that is different. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to do the stressed one. It's more meaningful when someone I love doesn't interrupt me while I'm talking or gift giving is an important part of the relationship with someone I love. I'm going to have to go with it doesn't interrupt, but it's very hypocritical of me. I was just going to say, especially with Dean, I have a really, really bad habit of interrupting him, especially yeah. when he's like telling stories to other people that I know. I just yeah. like can't hold it in. And then I start telling the story. He gets so fucking mad at me. Yeah. So I'm also going to say that. But yeah, I really have no right. Yeah. Someone I love helps me out when they know I'm already tired or I get to go somewhere while spending time with someone I love. Um, I'm going to say helps me out. I'm going to say go somewhere because I'm always tired. And what does help mm. me out mean? I, I don't know. Uh, someone I love touches my arm or shoulder to show their care or concern. Don't fucking touch me. Or someone <laughs> I love gives me a little gift that they picked up in the course of the normal day. <sighs> Two things I hate. I'm my actually... first one is my partner and I are physically intimate. <sighs> Which, again, I just, I think they're using, we talked about, who did we talk about this with? Was it, who are we talking with about how intimate is like a word people use oh. when they shouldn't? It was with Aline, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. I am going to choose that one. I'm sorry. I'm going to choose the little gift because if it's a little gift, that means it probably wasn't very expensive. And I don't have to feel that bad if I don't like it. Or it's food and I can eat that. <laughs> so true. Someone I love says something encouraging to me, or I get to spend time in a shared activity or hobby. Shared activity or hobby. Yeah, I'm going to pick that one, too. Someone I love surprises me with a small token of their appreciation, or I'm touching someone I love frequently to express our friendship. Frequently? I don't like that. Small token. Small tokens are okay. <laughs> I say the touch one. Uh, someone I love helps me out, especially if I know they're already busy, or I hear someone I love tell me they appreciate me. I think someone helps me out, especially if I know they're really busy. I'm going to say that, too. I get a hug from someone who I haven't seen in a while, or I hear someone I love tell me how much I mean to him or her or them. Excuse you. I Mine says them. I say I hear my partner say how much I mean to them. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Only partners can be non-binary. Uh, I think... This is actually the one where I am going to say the hug because if I haven't seen you in a while and also I would rather walk across hot coals than have someone look me in the eye and tell me how much I mean to them. Well, that's a lot to unpack. It can, say... it can be done over text. Oh my god. I'm going to say the how much I mean to them. All right. Is this done yet? Yes. Mine? Oh, okay. That's why it's loading. Okay, nice. We did it. it okay. Done. What did you What did you get? What did my, you think I got? 
What do I think you got? I think ours are pretty similar. They're probably pretty similar. Probably. I, I think our um the the pie chart yeah. is maybe a little more extreme for me, but I think yeah. they're similar in terms of makeup. Yeah. Okay, so I my top one is acts of service at forty percent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Words of affirmation, twenty three percent. I was expecting that to be a little higher, but uh, quality time, seventeen percent. Physical touch, thirteen percent. Receiving gifts, seven percent. There's actually more of a variety here than I expected. Oh. So my top one is quality time, thirty seven percent. Okay. Acts of service, thirty percent. Words of affirmation, twenty percent. Mm-hmm. Receiving gifts, ten percent. Physical touch, three <laughs> percent. <laughs> the one question you answered yes to touch. Uh, so mine is quality time. Do you want to read the the little? Sure. In quality time, TM. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Nothing says I love you like full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down, and all the chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved. Distracts post whoa. Distractions, postponed activities, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Whether it's spending uninterrupted time talking with someone else or doing activities together, you deepen your connection with others through sharing time. Wow. Wow. Uh, so my top one is acts of service. So it says, can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love? Absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most wants to hear, let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tells speakers of this love language their feelings don't matter. Finding ways to serve speaks volumes to the recipient of these acts. Mine's different. (gasps) What is it? Uh, Well, first of all, instead of vacuuming, it's can helping with homework really be an expression of love? Absolutely. Interesting. Implies you're in school. Um, And then the last sentence is, when others serve you out of love and not obligation, you feel truly valued and loved. Wow, interesting. My quality time one is like the same as yours, I feel like. Interesting. I do want to read the receiving gifts one because mm-hmm. I think it gets a bad rap. <laughs> I agree. Uh, so it says, don't mistake this love language for materialism. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. A missed birthday or a hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So would the absence of everyday gestures. Gifts are heartfelt symbols to you of someone else's love and affection for you. Interestingly, mine... So mine just added a missed birthday anniversary or a Mm. hasty, thoughtless gift. It's funny. I'm very bad at giving gifts. Same. I. It was recently my mother's birthday. Did I remember to get her a gift? No. Mm. Did I remember to get her, like, a card? No. No. And now I'm like, damn, well, what do I do about that? Get her something now. Like, what? Sarah, she's not (laughs) my mother. I don't know. (laughs) Things I know Uh, about Julie are she loves BTS she has a new she lo- knee. She loves fibers. She loves fibers <laughs> and the arts surrounding them. She always, she's always buying new things, new craft things. And every time they come in the mail, my dad's like, 
your new craft things are here because she keeps they they come every day in the mail. <laughs> well, I feel like this gives you a lot of options. No, I'm so bad at giving gifts. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't. It. I wouldn't even say I'm bad at it. I just like don't think about it. I have one inspired gift per year. Not yeah, you do. Not per person. Per total year. per year. Yep. And I will get that gift for the person, even if there is no gift-giving occasion nearby. Yeah, you have to let it out, the inspiration. Yes. Yeah. And beyond that, like, I'm absolutely the kind of person who, like, Christmas comes around, and I just am like, what do you want for Christmas? Tell me what you want. Yeah. Tell me exactly what you want, and yeah. I will buy it. <laughs> yeah. Studies actually show that that, like, people appreciate that more than like a random gift like if people have a list of like here's all the things i want they appreciate mm -hmm. more when someone just goes off the list than being like here i thought you would like this yeah because what if they don't especially me because i probably won't like it you probably won't um yeah yeah i uh, i just like don't think about it i don't I know don't either i don't i also don't know if that's like a social a mental illness it it might be a neurodivergent. Can we blame it, on that? <laughs> it might be a neurodivergent social cue thing. You know what I think it is for me mm. is that often things that I'm not good at or don't like to do, such as like buying plane tickets, is because it seems like it's going to be way harder than it is. Mm. And I think it's like the pressure of like, oh, it's going to take so long, or like it's so hard to think of anything, and so then I just like don't do it at all because it's yeah. too stressful. That's very valid, which is why acts of service <laughs> is important to you. Yes. But yeah, as it's Dean, it's Dean's birthday coming up, and I was really trying to force him to tell me what he wanted today in that. Um, did it not work? Didn't happen. So I have I have one thing I bought for him that I hope he likes. I don't fucking know. But then yeah. I don't know what else to do. Yeah, and the thing about gift giving too is that if someone gives me a gift for an occasion, I feel like I have to give them a gift for either that same occasion or yeah. an equivalent occasion. Um, and the gift itself has to be somewhat equivalent. And then it yeah. feels like a weird debt thing. And that's not yeah. what gift giving should feel like at all. I think that's, uh, I feel like I've heard other neurodivergent people explain it. In a very similar way. Oh, is that is that the neuro spicy? I think it might be like the thing of like it having to be equivalent. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that. Not the neuro spicy. You know what's interesting is like when I think about gift giving as like a love language for me, mm -hmm. like it's not even like large gifts that I like. Like obviously, I like getting things for my birthday and Christmas because it's just like an excuse to be like, oh, I've been wanting this. You buy it for me instead of me using my money. Yeah, but like. It's honestly smaller things that I like more of just like, oh, I was out at the grocery store and I got you this snack or like, which almost to me feels more like acts of service than actually gift giving. Yeah. Like I would feel much better if someone just was like, I got you a bag of Doritos yeah. than, than if they're like, I got you this piece of jewelry. Like I yeah. would feel much better about that bag of Doritos. And also another thing for me is because I'm such a weird picky eater. Like, I appreciate if people anticipate that and yeah. prepare accordingly without having to ask. Which, that's acts of service. But that's acts of service. Yeah. Like, even if it involves them having to acquire more things, that's yeah. not, they're not like, 
gifting me a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Gifts. I feel like gifts being 7% is pretty accurate for me. Like, I like gifts. I like birthday and Christmas for gifts. But on the day to day, I feel like yeah. it's not. I think that the only reason that my receiving gifts is 10 and my physical touch is 3 is because when they're pitted head to head, I have to choose one. Yeah. <laughs> and if I didn't have to choose one, I think receiving gifts would probably be a little bit lower. Yeah, probably. And I'm bad at I'm just gifts, I'm not good at it. Yeah. Okay, hi. This is Sarah from the future. I would just like to make a small addition because as I'm listening back to this, I need I feel I need to defend myself. Okay. Part of the reason why I don't like receiving gifts is because since I'm so hard to shop for, when I receive a gift, if I don't like it, I feel guilty because I feel like you've wasted your time and your money, especially on getting something for me that I am not going to use or appreciate. And so often for me, receiving gifts, especially ones that I didn't indicate that I specifically wanted this thing, makes me feel guilty. And again, that is not what gift giving is supposed to be. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. But if you are a partner or the per- people around you, if the people around me, I should I should check and make sure nobody is giving gifts love language. Because if they are, you're really let me down. Oh, yeah. my mom isn't. I don't think she is. My it's mom's really definitely a quality time. She's a quality yeah. time gal. That's the I get that vibe. Yeah. Um, anyway, do we want to do the uh, apology quiz quickly? Sure. We have to be so quick, though. We, we will be so quick about it. There's an apology language quiz. Yeah. Okay, uh, wait. I have things to say about the love language. Thing. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. So what's interesting is, like, I feel like love language definitely can change over time and circumstances because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the last time I remember taking this was when I lived in Connecticut, mm-hmm. uh, which was, like, I, like, didn't know a lot of people there, very rough time, whatever, I was doing long distance with like all of my friends and Dean. And I remember that my highest love language at that point was quality time. But mm-hmm. now that I have a lot of quality time with at least the friends that I live with and Dean who I live with, that has bumped down because I'm not like craving it as much. You yeah. know what I mean? Kayla fucking hates me. She doesn't want to spend time with me. That's not true. That's what this you podcast just, is. You just li- yeah, what do you think I'm doing here at 11.20 p.m.? It's not for them. <laughs> okay, apology language quiz very quickly. Yeah, quick, quick, quick. Okay, more meaningful to me when I hear someone say, I deeply wait, regret it. Wait, ha- I didn't click start yet. Okay. I can still re- okay. <laughs> <laughs> More meaningful to me when I hear someone say, I deeply regret having embarrassed you like I did, or our friendship is really important to me. Will you please forgive me? I don't like that they're like, please forgive me, but I do like the our friendship is really important to me. One. Yeah, I'm going to choose the second one. The hard thing about these for me is like, these are clearly different circumstances that we're apologizing for. Yeah, that's fair. So like, how am I supposed to compare? But I'm also going to pick the second one. Um... It's more meaningful when someone says, okay, I admit it, I made a big mistake, or I want to grow from this experience, would you be willing to help me figure out steps to handle this type of situation better? I think the second one, because the second one implies 
Let me that tell they understand that they've made a big mistake. Let me tell you why I'm not choosing the second one. Really? Because this is the sentiment that I hear very often mm. from the people who apolo- who need to apologize to me. Very. I've had several experiences in my life where there are people in my life who continually need to apologize to me. Mm-hmm. And this is always the things they say because they know it sounds good. It also puts And then it on you know you. what they never do? They never get better at it. It also puts it on you yes. to help. Th- it, and you know what? You may yeah. have changed my mind. Yeah. I have heard the second one. And it sounds good the first time. You're like, oh, good. my God, what a healthy person. And then you hear it for the fifth time. And you're like, I'm actually so tired. Yeah, you're right. I've changed my mind. I'm going for the first one. Yep. More meaningful when someone tells me, what can I do or say to make things right between you and me? Or I had a bad attitude and it showed. I should have thought more about what I was doing. The second, second one. Second one. Yeah, the first one. I, stop making me do the work in this apology. Absolutely yeah. not. Also, just like... Derogatory? That, Im- that sounds like a man apologizing. And it implies that there's like <laughs> a hurdle you need yeah. to jump over. And then yeah. after you jump over that hurdle, we'll be fine. And that's not how apologizing works. It's more meaningful when someone says, I don't want to do this again, so I will come up with ways to avoid mistakes like this in the future, or I apologize for my actions. You obviously don't have to forgive me, but I hope you will. First one. They're doing the work themselves. Also, the second one sounds kind of guilt trippy. That's true. Like, I appreciate that they're saying that you don't have to forgive me, but like, yeah, I'm going to go with the first one. There's a better way to word it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh. Can you possibly forgive me versus what can I do to mend our relationship? I do not like the phrasing of can you possibly forgive me? Yeah, I don't like either of these. I don't either, but I'm going to go with the second one. I'm going with the first one. Can you? I don't. I don't. I don't owe you an answer to the question of whether I forgive you right now. That's stupid. Okay. (laughs) Uh, More meaningful when someone says, I totally messed up. I could make excuses, but really I have no good excuse for my actions or you have every right to hold this against me, but will you please consider forgiving me? The first one all day. Stop asking me to be like, yeah. forgive me, please. You're making it about yourself. Yeah, that's weird. And also, like, a lot of times when you fuck up, like, you you don't really have a good reason for it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know you want to make excuses and you yeah. can say things to explain the situation. But, like, it's better to be like, look, I, I can give you those reasons. Yeah. But... I also know that they don't change anything. Yeah. So uh, I'd like to make things better between us. What can I do to make things right versus you don't have to answer immediately, but will you consider forgiving me for making this mistake? I hate both of them. I'm going to choose the second one because at least they said you don't have to answer immediately. I think I have just such a strong aversion to someone asking to be forgiven. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm going to go with the first one. Okay. Um, I want to ask you to forgive me. Or it <laughs> deeply pains me to see you hurting like this. I don't second like either. One is, second one's not an apology. Well, it's... They're not... No. Not all of these are apologies. They're just... Oh, it's more, it's more meaningful, meaningful to me to hear, hear those these words. words from someone. I guess... Second one. The second one, because it, it acknowledges what you're going through. Whereas the first one is... Yeah. Like, mm, me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really messed up this time. We missed the deadline because of me. Very specific. Or (laughs) uh, can we back up and let me try to fix this? I really want to mend the damage I've caused. Is this the same situation? I'm going to go with yes. It's the same situation. Because how is that something that can be backed up and fixed? 
you know? Not if or we is it not? deadline. Right. <laughs> I'm going to do the second one. I don't know. Honestly, I'm going to go with the first one. I can't tell you why. Um, I'm upset with myself over how I handle our disagreement. I cringe when I recall the way I acted or I know what I've been doing is not helpful. What would you like to see me change that would make this better for you? I don't put it on me. First one. Yeah, no, first one. I know what I did was wrong or I'm so sorry. I feel terrible that I let you down. Second one. Yeah, me too. What changes could I put into place so that you might begin to trust me going forward? Or I hope this won't permanently damage our working relationship. Will you please accept my apology? Fuck you. First one. Second one. Because the first... It is kind of putting it on you, but also it's like... So that you might begin to trust me. It's not saying like, what can I do to get your forgiveness? Yeah. It's like, it's not what can I do to sure. move towards that? Yeah. Uh, I can see my actions cause you pain and I feel terrible about what I did. Is there anything I can do to repair the damage I've created? First one. First one, because I don't know how to answer the second question. Yeah. If I had only thought about what I was doing, I would have realized it was wrong. Or I know that I've caused you a significant amount of trouble. I would greatly appreciate it. Stop asking for forgiveness. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't like the first one. That, I don't. I don't quite get that. It's like, oh, if I had thought about it, I would like why why wouldn't you it think implies about you it? were never thinking. <laughs> yeah. And that, that you and that you were fully aware all along that it was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. But you did it anyway like because you, would, you neglected to think. Yeah, I would have rather you think it was the right thing at the time and then re- you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'm choosing the second one. I'm I'm gonna go with the first one, but that one that that was a that was a tough yeah. call. Um, I'm truly grieved and sorry for my actions plus the ways they affected you or if I'm ever again upset with you I promise to gather my thoughts and approach you directly and respectfully I think the second one because it shows yeah a different like it, it's it's um they have a plan they have a plan they have an action plan yeah I hope you can find it in your heart to forgive me or I simply should not have done that simply should not yeah. have done that a second one yeah that I like the wording of that actually um, <laughs> they know what they did I realize that talk is cheap. I'll work to show you that I'm changing. Or is there anything I can do to make up for what I did? The first one. Yeah. I'm really embarrassed about my behavior and I'm so, so sorry. Uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. I admit that I was wrong. Second one. I have something about the wording of the second one is too unserious for me. <laughs> I'm choosing the first one. Okay. I apologize. Will you please forgive me? Or going forward, I will manage my time and prioritize my schedule so that I won't have the same difficulties. Um, honestly, I don't like either because the second one sounds like something that you would read in a corporate handbook. Yes. Um, but I think the, um, the intention is there. Yeah. The sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do the second one. I want so badly to avoid this type of error again. Let's talk about what I can do in the future to follow through on my commitments. Or I don't feel right just saying my bad. I want to make up for what I've done. What would you consider appropriate? <sighs> They're both making They're both- it work bad but you know what the first one they want to also be part of the conversation that's true it's a conversation not just like telling you i'm doing it first me too um i know my actions are totally unacceptable i own that or it stresses me out to know that you had to stand here waiting on me i regret the frustration and worry that i caused you uh the first one because i don't like the phrasing of i regret the frustration and worry that i caused you because that's not an apology yeah no and I feel like if you're going to use that phrase, like the frustration and worry I caused you, you need to like apologize for that. Yes. 
Uh, I know that I've been convenienced you. What can I do for you that would help balance things out? Or I'm unhappy with how I've hurt you. I'm enormously disappointed in myself. I don't like either because I don't like the fact that you're just like shitting on yourself unless I hate you as a person and then <laughs> yeah I'm gonna do the first one um yeah also the first one implies that you're like doing a thing like yeah. an action an act yeah. uh rather than just being like I'm gonna write you a poem about how sad I am <clears throat> um okay what can I do to make the situation right for you immediately or it may take some time to be rebuild your trust in me. Meanwhile, I'll be working hard on changes to prove that I'm trustworthy. The second one, because you can't fucking solve it immediately. Yeah. It's more meaningful when someone says, I am so sorry about that. I feel truly awful about having disappointed you. Or saying I'm sorry doesn't feel like it's enough. What more can I say or do to make this up to you? I'm going to say the first one. I'm going to say the first one because the saying I'm sorry doesn't feel like it is enough is valid. But figure it out yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm confident that everything I've learned from this bad experience will prevent me from doing it again. Or, I know what I did was inappropriate. No two ways about it. Inappropriate. I don't like either of these. I don't either. I don't like the phrasing of, I'm confident. Yeah, you shouldn't be you shouldn't this be confident, confident already. You shouldn't be this confident already. I guess yeah. I'll do the second one. Me too. Oh, three options. What? My next question has three options. I don't have a next question. <gasps> I tiebreaker, tiebreaker. Okay. Mine is, so it says, it's more meaningful to me when I hear someone say, I deeply regret having embarrassed you like I did. I want to grow from this experience. Would you be willing to help me figure out steps to handle this type of situation better? Or I've really messed up this time. We missed the deadline because of me. Oh, so they're old ones, but I must have a tie. I don't like any of these. What's your least hated? My least hated, I think, is the deadline one. Because they're, like, owning up to exactly what their mistake was, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you have your... Wow, that was exhilarating to have an extra question. All right. Okay. My results... Yes. ...are accept responsibility, 36%. Planned change, 28%. Expressing regret, 20%. Make restitution, 12%. I'm curious about what... Like, I understand what that means, yeah, but, but I, wa- yeah. I want to know how they describe it. Uh, and then... Request forgiveness, 4%. <laughs> Mine is accept responsibility, 27%. Expressing regret, 23%. Planned change, 23%. Request forgiveness, 19%. Make restitution, 8%. I'm guessing make restitution is the kind that I, like, really hate. Probably. Let's, let me pull up. All right. Make restitution. In some relationships, a mate wants to hear their partner physically ask for forgiveness. They want assurance that their mate recognizes the need for forgiveness. Why do you keep saying mate? Asking for forgiveness. Oh, I'm fully reading the wrong one. Good. In our society. (laughs) We live in a society. And so does she. In our society, many people believe that wrong acts demand justice. The one who commits the crime should pay for their wrongdoing. A mate who speaks this love language feels the same towards apologies. They believe that in order to be sincere, the person who is apologizing should justify their actions. The mate who's been hurt simply wants to hear that their mate still loves them. There are many effective ways to demonstrate sincerity and apology. Each mate must learn the other's love language in order to maintain the in order to complete the act of restitution. Uh, though some mates may feel as though all is forgotten with a bouquet of flowers, that may not necessarily work for all mates. Every mate should uncover what their partner's main love language is. They're really going ham on mm-hmm. buying your book. Um, I respect the hustle. 
and use that specific language in order to make restitutions in the most effective way. For a mate whose primary apology language is making restitutions, no matter how often you say, I'm sorry, or I was wrong, your mate will never find the apology sincere. You must show strong efforts for making amends. A genuine apology will be accompanied by the assurance that you still love your mate and have a desire to right the wrongdoings committed. See, this is interesting to me because this is my lowest one. And like, this sounds good to me but i'm wondering if the way that they wrote it was like oh what can i do to fix it yeah i'm having that same experience where like reading that i'm, I'm surprised like, it's so low yeah like i'm surprised that it's lower than expressing regret for me yeah but um, i think it's because i think it was the way it was phrased it. i think they worded it wrong i think they're wording it in a way because they wanted to encompass all of the long languages mm. like they made it too vague yeah all right y'all i we just had to we just had to do a little stop and jump back in and we could not remember what we were talking about and kayla uh meant to say restitution and she said reparations they're very (laughs) similar words so that's where we're at anyway uh do we have anything else we want to say shall we call it yeah i think uh i don't know i think love languages and doing this quiz is like, I feel like it sounds corny and it sounds like it's just another one of those, like, stupid quizzes. But I do feel yeah. like it actually is super helpful and not just in romantic relationships. Like, right. it is weird that they change the wording based on if you're single or not. But I do also appreciate that they made it accessible to people not in romantic relationships. Because it would have been yeah. very easy for them to be like, this is only for romance. Right. This is only for you and your partner. Yeah. And I do, I do genuinely think this is stuff that's really good to know. Um, And also, I don't know, I would be very interested to know, like, if A-Specs on the whole, like, have physical touch, for example, like, lower. Yeah. Obviously, for us, it's both lower in our five. Um, But that doesn't mean that's true of all A-Specs. No, right. Yeah. Yeah, But I think it it would be interesting to know. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Yeehaw. All right. Kayla, what's our poll for this week? Well, here's the problem, is I want to ask people what their top love language is, but there's five options, and I don't... Well, let me in the seat. I I feel like on Instagram, maybe you can do five. I can't remember. Mm. The gram. Let's do a little look. Fuck, you can only do four. I thought for sure you could do five. <sighs> um. Well, we can do an open version. Yeah, what if... And, I was gonna say, like, what if you combined the two most similar? But that's. Uh... Oh wait, there's a quiz. Can we do five answers on a quiz? Nope. Okay, you know what we could do? <laughs> what? There's the slider, right? Mm, and five so sliders? we could do the slider. Oh wait, can you do multiple sliders? No, no. no only one. But we can. Okay. Put, so put each one at a point in the slider. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm going to do that. <laughs> okay. I don't know how good that is, but well, it's either we'll, that or an open-ended one, and that's no fun, I feel like. Yeah. We'll find out. All right. <laughs> Who's to say? Um, and, like, when you do it, it does say, like, oh, this is the average answer. So, like, if there's one that's leading, you'll be able to see that. Pe- like, people who, guess. who slide will also be able to see that. Yeah, but it's also the average, so it's... Listen, <sighs> this isn't Should I just take out, Let's just take out physical touch. <laughs> but I want to know about that. Like, okay, of, wait. You part know what of me I is like, do. you could combine, like, 
acts of service and or you know what we could do is make two and one has three and the other has two or well what you should do do okay do two one Uh has three and then a fourth option for one of the other options oh okay and then the other one just has the two okay (sighs) so complicated (laughs) anyway um kayla you're not prepared i'm are you writing something down or can i ask no i'm not because i'm gonna remember this one are you yeah okay kayla what's your beef and your juice for this week Mm, well my beef is that it rained all fourth of july and then today the day after fourth of july it was perfect and sunny not that i wanted to be patriotic but like we were gonna do outside activities with our day off and then we couldn't yeah my family celebrated on the second and it was raining all day on the second yeah Mm. um my juice is yep yeah my juice is that I started a book on the plane. <gasps> wow. This, this, I started One Last Stop by Casey McKiston, a book that came out in 2021, which I pre-ordered. <laughs> it is 2023. I just started it. <laughs> Good. Good. Um, my other juice Good. is I bought more forks at Target because my house, we never have enough clean forks. And my solution to that is just get more forks. Very slayful. Um, my other juice is that I am an enamel erosion warrior, and my sister made me a bracelet indicating that I am an enamel erosion warrior. My, I love all the bracelets your sister has made. My you. dentist told me that I was fighting enamel erosion. I was doing a very good job of it, uh, and that's hard. And mm-hmm. like, not to brag, but like, she's I doing. Mean, a good I job. did that. Yeah. Um, my beef is that I now have like nothing to look forward to. Like, <laughs> like now that we've come back from like, our, we had our little book event and I was in Michigan yeah. and now I'm back and now it's like, well, what am I going to look forward to now? Yeah, you don't have like a next thing planned. Yeah. That's fair. You can tell us about your beef, your juice, your love language on our social media at Sounds Fake Pod. Uh, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Sounds Fake Pod. Um, if your love language is giving gifts in the form of money. <laughs> Thank you. Do Thank it. you. To us. Um, our $5 patrons who we are promoting this week are Amanda Kiker, Anna Gervaccio. That's how I've decided it's pronounced. I don't think you ever told me. If you did I and, and I didn't know, I'm sorry. Anna Gervaccio, Ariel Laxo, Ashley W., and Book Marvel. Our $10 patrons who are promoting something this week are my broken fucking mouse. Hmm. Our Coolin, who would like to promote Avengia. Maggie Bubba, who would like to promote their puppy Ezra Bean. Martin Giselle, who would like to promote his podcast, Everyone's Special and No One Is. Maddie, who would like to promote Gender Euphoria. And Potato, who would like to promote Potatoes. Our other $10 patrons are me doing my best. Hmm. Are Purple Haze, the Barefoot Backpacker, Ruby, Song of Storm, the Steve, Zirkle, Teo, Arkness, Allison, Ben McLeod, Benjamin Abara, Boston Smith, David Harris, Derek, and Carissa, Elbitter, my Aunt Jeannie, and that's it. <laughs> um, Our... Oh, Jesus. Christ on a cracker. Uh, 
Our $15 patrons are Andrew Hillam, who would like to promote the Invisible Spectrum podcast, Change Signal, Alex the Ace Cat, Starship Changeling.net, Look for Caroline, who would like to promote Ace of Hearts, Dia Chappelle, Twitch.tv, slash Melody Dia, Hector Mario, who would like to promote friends that are supportive, constructive, and help you grow as a better person, John Young, who would like to promote Instagram adding a five a fifth option on polls. Yeah. Uh yeah. Math who would like to promote catching up on the podcast with Daniel White and Daniel J. White Designs.com. Kayla's Aunt Nina who would like to promote KateMaggartArt.com. I got to meet Kayla's Aunt Nina. It was really mm-hmm. exciting for both of us. <laughs> yeah, she was very excited to meet you. Um you was had, a great time. you had met my Aunt Jeannie before. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um and Sarah Jones, who's at Eternal Lolly Everywhere. Our twenty dollar patrons are Sabrina Hawk, Christmas, and Dragonfly, who would like to promote the end of this podcast. This hmm. not 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 the whole podcast. Oh, do this yeah, episode um, of the ominous. Podcast. Good God, jump scare. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more of us in your ears. And until then, take good care of your